Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We'll get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great show for you. We got Derek come on, he's doing some great things in the music world. And we're excited to kind of have him share a little bit of his story and talk about music and see where this goes. So, Derek, welcome to the show. Yes, thanks, welcome. Thanks, thanks. Now, um, one thing. Yeah. Go ahead. And one thing I'd like to do is starting out on all of our shows is, is, is we're in a tough time for the entertainment oh, world right now. So kind of how has COVID affected what you do and what have you done to kind of maneuver through this crazy new maze we have? <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's an amazing question. Um, like as an artist, um, we already a lot of times have been like in, in solitude, but it's, it's been a different thing. It's kind of more like a, but within the first month of uh, realizing that we all, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, there was like, I don't honestly, like for me, I haven't, I experienced a lot of anxieties, but I got to experience a lot of anxiety um, that happened in the first month. And I, ha I had to overcome that. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I had to get outside, you know, and get outside in nature. And uh, that actually helped a lot. Um, and then also because the first thing I thought I, I had to focus on was I was like, Oh, I want to take this opportunity as well to try to create music and to try to do a lot of uh, virtual concerts and things, but it was a lot of pressure too. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I actually found myself just focusing on the areas that I needed to work on and uh, to better my music and myself as well. And so got out in nature, which was good and helped. And I also took my time to learn on YouTube, actually. YouTube yeah. college, I call it. And <laughs> I, yeah, I love I was, that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Good term um, there. <laughs> yeah, and I took the time to actually also like, uh, to focus on bettering myself as a person and any area that I felt was needed. Um, and also, which is important. Um, and I also focused on uh, trying to, to better my, like focus on different areas that I needed to work on. Um, and I actually focused on actually combining my singing with DJing. So, so I focused wow. on learning more producing and more recording, um, you know, to be ready as well too. And also, you know, to, to, to check on my friends too, that like that, that has been an important thing. Um, because the moment that we realized that we have like during this time, that the moment that I realized that I was like, dang, if I have these anxieties, then other people do too. don't have, then my friends and like other people, we need to check on everybody uh, as well, as, as, as well too. So that was kind of one thing too, that a different thing that, you know, we learned a lot about ourselves in this time. So I'm going to focus on yeah. Yeah, that's like last year. You know, like last year, I remember we when we launched this show, it was January 2020, so a couple months before COVID started. Yes. And I remember thinking, you know, we had this original plan. We'll do 100 interviews our first year, and we thought that would be pushing yeah. it. Oh, and, when we hit that many, that's a lot. And we're like, but we're going to try. Yeah. And then COVID happens. And I told Sandy, I was like, you know, um, the world is slowing down. Yeah. This may be our time to speed up. Mm -hmm. And because yeah. of that, we just went all out and we did over 300 interviews last year. So, so with everything, we kind of, it exploded our show because of that. Yeah. That's the one thing true. I, I totally agree. Cause you know, pretty much the world was at home and the internet, like everyone's on the internet. So the world is our audience and no one was like working at the time. So uh, besides, you know, us really, we like the artists are working for the people now. Because uh, yeah. they eat us, like that's what. I, like I felt, like I was like, this is our opportunity to 
to help so many people um, with our music and, and all this stuff as well, too, like, you know, um, and our art. And so, yeah, and you're helping people. And it's, it's amazing getting the word out there. So, so, thank so you. Before, before we really dig deep, um, I always like to go a little light. So tell us a little bit about the hobbies you like you do outside of music. And then you probably learned a little bit more um, since the pandemic. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I got my tiger hat on here. <laughs> so, um, well, it's really cool because as a like an artist, uh, we focus so much, almost too much sometimes, um, as we feel. But mm-hmm. over the years, like I, I know that I, like as an artist, like I focus so so much on music that I needed to kind of set myself free a little bit. But um, um, one thing that um, that I I would say that I, he said that I learned um, would be just to get out more, you know, because yeah. that was my thing. Like it just, it helps so much. Um, and, and I mean out by not like large groups of people, but, but um, basically I like a nature. and so uh, honestly, yes. there's a place called Jenny Springs, which mm-hmm. that's actually the towel right there. Um, from, <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I actually got out mm-hmm. and um, Jenny Springs, it's, it was something that kind of helped me as well. Um, wow. Well, going out in nature and just being like, you know, separate from people, of course, and, uh, you know, being safe and stuff. So that kind of, um, that, and then, um, it's funny. Um, let's see, hobbies since this, you know, it's, it's been tough to like go, go karting or, or that's not a hobby, but you know, things like certain bowling, yes. um, mm-hmm. just honestly like doing, doing things differently. Um, taking time to taking more time. Actually I had, a friend of mine who uh, she complimented me um, when we were at actually going um, to uh, Universal here in Orlando like last month, and she said, "Well, you really, you know, you really care about people, and you really you take time in the moment, and that's something that I that she was, I guess, working on too." So um, okay. I kind of I don't know. I also learned to like to always just be better with people. I don't know. Yeah. Love that. Now, if anybody's watching this live or the replay, be sure to share, share, share. Um, but um, so what would you say is something unusual about you that people don't know about? Hmm. Let's see. Well, actually, before I was a singer, uh, I was a drummer before I was a singer. And uh, <laughs> I guess that's um, let's see what else. Huh. <laughs> 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 Let's see. Um, so, I'm trying to think of what else. <laughs> I'm I'm, just, I'm unusual. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, one compliment that I got was that. Like, so, tell us about your song "Stranded." What is that about? And you know, what inspired that? Um, actually, so it was a nice co-write with. Um, my friend Andy and uh, Adrian, and uh, basically, it's it's really cool because I, I like to write songs about like with a feeling and message, and it's basically about the idea that um, you know no matter the hard times you know that we go through, we mm-hmm. don't have to go through them alone. Yeah, um, and I'll never leave you stranded. You know, and as a for me the meaning and the, the feeling and almost, I almost get goosebumps about it is that stranded is about for me to the fans. I'll never leave you stranded. And then they'll never leave me stranded in, in the sense of just like, you know, they're, 
they need some music to help them and it helps me to perform for, for fans. Love you know, that. Interact and you know, make sure that they're okay. That's mm -hmm. all really awesome. So I read that you're you've come from a family of musicians. Tell me how that's that was. Yeah, how that yeah. kind of got you started. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So um my mom and dad, uh, they started singing like uh, show tunes and covers oh, cool. and oh, a bunch awesome. of different things like that. And uh, and then my brother Chris, um, we have two sets of twins in my family. Hmm. And wow. I have a twin as well. And they basically started doing music. My brother Chris is a songwriter. And in my mind, I was like, oh, I was like, I'll never, it's not like I said, I'll never be a songwriter, but I didn't really know that I would. Yeah. You know, it's really cool. Um, but but he basically, my brother Chris is a songwriter as well and was the only one in the family. But then um, a quick, quick little story about um, where I came from with, with music was I was a drummer first and that's what I thought I wanted to be. I thought I wanted to be like the lasting drummer, like Rolling Stones, like just <laughs> forever. Oh, wow. um, but, uh, you know, life had a different path and it was pretty cool. Like, um, you know, so I got a different path and, and um I was with a band as a drummer for four years. And um, after four years, you know, like I went through like, uh, like ended up like leaving that band. Um, and, mm -hmm. and it was like, I went through some trust issues after that because, you know, it was four years. You're like, I want to be, you know, do this for a long time. And um, there was some- Like a marriage. Yeah. Basically, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I felt, you know, I felt really sad and stuff. and. And uh, a loss of trust at that point. So I had to kind of build trust. And so writing out like my feelings and music has helped so much. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and and, same uh, music is therapy. Oh, it truly is. Like, I can't wait for y'all to hear um, my other song that I have called Joker. It's pretty cool as well, too. I wrote that um, oh, awesome. as well about, actually, it's, it's interesting. I wrote that about only a three-month relationship, but I had such <laughs> a strong connection to this person. And um, yeah. They just after three months kind of uh i pulled away a little and then they pulled away a lot and i was like oh and uh yeah. but i was still like darn you know and i wrote that song so that was kind of cool but, oh wow but yeah and um my sister sings and she she has taught me um amazing vocal lessons and and helped me with that as, as well and my twin brother is an amazing producer as well my brother rory sings at churches and is the only one married he's not doesn't have a, a twin um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The twins have been unlucky in that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have we? Have we? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so far, we've held them off. You know, just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, but, and, and, you know, when you get to the point where you're married, you want to make sure it's the right one because, you know, oh, you, you know, yeah. you don't want to go through the whole divorce thing. And the, I mean, I got we got so many people we know where they have so so many issues come, you know, out there after a divorce and it's like thank god we're not in that you know oh yes i yeah. pray for them but i'm glad i'm not them this is awesome what's that Antoine? how you doing um so that's a great question thank you for asking um what artist influenced me the most um let's see hmm what's well, influence and influence as well um Man. So I currently like um, listening to like a lot of new music as well, but uh, I would say <laughs> to pin that down to one—that's a good question. Um, that's tough. Huh? That's tough. 
I could, I'll just list a few current ones specifically that really kind of influenced me and, um, and I'm really, really uh, enjoying as well. Um, I, I enjoy Calvin Harris as a producer and his singers are amazing. Um, and honestly, like, let's see, let's see who else. Um, but as a, yeah, as an artist, yeah, Calvin Harris, um, I do like, um, Skrillex, when it, like, and he's amazing. So, and his, my favorite song he does is actually Would You Ever with uh, a singer named Pooh Bear. Um, and he's got a beautiful voice as well. So, and then uh, honestly, Ty Dolla Signs is actually a really, really good singer too. And so I just love the soulful singers as well. Um, cool. So I got Definitely love that. So as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, of a Carrie, of a Miranda, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not just to get to their level, but even a career level within music. And I always want to talk about that side of it because nobody really talks about that side of it. They gloss yeah. over this side. I'm going to tell mm -hmm. a quick story that kind of helped guide where I want this to go. But back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele of Two Steel Girls. And at that time, they were full time with music. And I remember asking Allison what advice she'd given up incoming artists. And I'll never forget what she said. She said, if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep this as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want it to be a career, everything has to change. Your life changes. You, um, everybody kind of owns a piece of you, whether you like it or not. Your friends and relatives never understand because they invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to weekends, to holidays. But when you're in that grind mode, especially in the beginning years of your career, you, you know, you, you have to say no to almost everything so you can say yes to only music type stuff. And then she added, then your family has to sacrifice. You know, they have to kind of give you up to the world and say, OK, I'm willing to share you with the world and kind of be happy about it, even if they're not. <laughs> and, you know, then, you know, but then she added, but if, if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. That's the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? Let's talk about that side of it. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, that is, yeah, that's one of one of the hardest parts um, about music is is that sacrifice, is knowing that you um, are putting in way more hours, um, so you can, um, in, like, in our minds, it's like it's like we're working so hard to the destination. Um, like I said before, like how I before I worked like way like so 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 much um and i didn't give myself a break at all and sometimes you do have to kind of mm -hmm. like you know you know be with yeah. like family and friends mm -hmm. and it's important as well um but like yeah that that sacrifice is definitely tough um uh you know and but like you know I, people obviously have to hope that they have like a family that supports them my, my family supports me 100 percent that's and I'm really, awesome. I'm really grateful for them for that. That's not always the case, but that's awesome. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I, I feel blessed <laughs> about that, and they're really supportive. My mom um, comes to shows, and <laughs> oh, wow. it's awesome because mm -hmm. I played House of Blues two times, and um, so she got to see me um, there as well. So that was amazing. So you know, a lot of hosts would ask, "When did you know you want to do music?" But I always like to go deeper than that. When did it click that this could actually be a career for you? Oh, cool. Nice. Nice. Um. So. So starting back um, when I was a drummer, actually, um, I got a phone call um, and they were calling for my, at the age of 15, uh, they were calling for my brother, uh, Chris, my older brother. And they're like, hey, um, we need a drummer for this gig. Um, is your brother there? Or no, they said, is your brother there? And I was like, well, what do you need? 
He's like, not, he's, I was like, he's not here. What do you need? <laughs> and they're like, well, we actually need a drummer for this. And I was like, well, I can do it. So I, I stuck up. Wow. And I believe to, to be successful or to kind of like, it takes that moment of, of stepping up and opportunity. Because if I didn't, if I would have been like, no, I'm not sure, then, you know, I don't know where I would be right now. So, um, yeah. I love that. So we talked about the sacrifice a little bit. Now let's go the other way and talk about the glory side, the people, the side that everybody sees. What are a few moments where you can look back and you're like, wow, I got to do that. Oh man, that's, oh, that's awesome. I have two moments <laughs> specifically. Um, one was when we, uh, we got to play um, in Orlando at the, uh, um, at our hometown at, um, at a festival called the Big O Festival. It only happened one one year, but mm -hmm. uh, and the, that radio station didn't um, make it after, like, long after that. So we were like, oh, sweet, we got it. And um, So we got to perform, and we were supposed to play at like 2.45 p.m., mm -hmm. and the band after that, Twin Atlantic, um, um, they're really awesome. I guess like um, someone wasn't feeling well, so they're like, hey, um, you guys want to take their slot? We're like, yes, we do. So, wow. so we played that one hour, you know, one hour later and no one told the fans. So we had like 800 to a thousand or more people just like there. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, and it was amazing. Um, and then, and then also the next one would be playing house of blues and the special, like one of the most special thing is whenever I talk to fans, um, I'll, I care about people truly. And I, when I'll, I'll literally be at um, Wawa or just like a gas station or, or just anywhere, really. We love Wawa. Oh, yeah, yes, we love yeah. Wawa. When we go down to Florida. We're in Savannah, Georgia. We don't have them here, but right. we go to Jacksonville a lot. And every time we go, we always have to go to Wawa. Oh, yeah, our nice. nine-year-old yeah. said he has to get his Wawa, Wawa drink. And drink All right. Hey, that's great. <laughs> um, that's awesome. And so, like, yeah, so I love to uh, – to, I just feel like not only do I like, I love talking to people and I care about them about getting them my music that I know can help them, but also I believe in myself and mm -hmm. my music and my team, you know what I mean? Um, friends and family, everybody, you know, and, um, thank you. Yeah. and so much that I'm like talking to people also so they can follow my Instagram so I can build following so that when I play these big places, they're like, hey, I talked to him, you know, like he's really cool, you know, a good guy. Like my, it's important to me to, to not be like a jerk or anything. Like I, I care about people that much. And yeah, and I got to actually play House of Blues. Oh, wow. And wow. the most special thing was when I came off, like when I went on stage, first of all, seeing the stage, I was like, I think I almost kissed the stage. I was like, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, and we rocked it. It was amazing. And the, the most special thing to me um, and this, I'm gonna say this to the fans, like who are watching as well, new fans, and anyone who knows me as well. And y'all, it truly is special to me. If, if y'all wondered, when like basically when I played House of Blues to see, like, so many of uh, like we had so many people there, and so many of like our, our fans that knew us from from the beginning to someone I met at like Wawa or like you know anywhere the mall. Yeah. And just, yeah. there and just be like to give me a chance when musically that's all i want people to do just you know give yeah. me a chance musically and I, I guarantee you know i'll share my heart so 
so as you know, a lot of people see you as the artists and, and all the different artists, but they don't see the teams behind them. And in my opinion, the teams never get the love they deserve. And I don't no, care if don't. a person has one team member or 300 team members like Justin Bieber has. Your <laughs> yeah. team is a team and they deserve love just like the front man does. So Absolutely. if you want to just take a few moments just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like, like I call her mama. Um, I, I love like Paula is. Oh, uh, she's awesome. Oh, she is she, awesome. We love my her. heart. Um, she's been a blessing. She's been patient with me musically and uh, <laughs> in, the, in the right direction, and it's been a huge blessing um, of a Blaze Entertainment. Um, a huge shout out to them um, and the team as well, Dwayne and all those um, everyone there, um, and um, and also like the first person who actually introduced me as well, um, a guy named Native Wells, um, who like. He's such an awesome dude. Um, huge shout out to him as well, and Carlos as well. And like even from the beginning, like um, I, you know, it's it's I, I really couldn't do it without him. So you know, love that. So tell us, you know, you're talking about fa your family's 100% behind you. Tell us a family story, whether it's parents, your siblings, whatever. But tell us a story, and you probably got a thousand of them. So I get <laughs> yeah. that. I know something that kind of. But yeah. tell us a story that stands out mm -hmm. where. Somebody in your family did something above and beyond for your career, and you're like, "Wow, they really get this is my passion." Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so basically, it's really cool. Um, so my my twin brother uh, Evan, he's an amazing producer, like I said, and um, we we were in a band together uh, for a very very long time <laughs> called Cassin, and mm -hmm. um. One day, about in 2018, I, I, you know, decided to to, to focus on uh, my original or my solo stuff, and that was hard because I wanted to switch, like, kind of do a big switch of styles and yeah. uh, something that I felt um, that I could probably connect with more fans um, as well. And, um, you know, even though he could have been like, "No, I don't want to help you at all," like he's still been super helpful and. Um, it's a blessing to have him because like he, he still helps me like produce like um, like tracks and um, and is so supportive, you know. He's like so it's just really awesome. Love that. Now speaking of teams, we've kind of got a third co-host, our oh, nine-year-old yes, that we allowed to come on, ask one or two questions. Yes. These guests. Right. His gonna, name's Christopher. Sandy's gonna go get him. Yeah. Get and him. we've got a all Saturday. We've got our Lord. She'll be two, our, our little one. And when she gets older, we'll be plugging her in a show, too, because we're a family affairs show. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Got to keep it in the family. That's why I really love your story that, you know, you. it's a family affair with all, all of y'all within the music. And that's what we're trying to do with our family is make it a family affair within entertainment. Absolutely. Hey. Hi, Derek. Hey, so, man. What's your name? Uh, my name's Christopher. Hey, what's up, man? So, what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Yes. Oh my gosh! It is. I'm gonna go straight for pizza because mm -hmm. I cook. I, I cook pizza. I cook food, and oh, wow. um, I make amazing New York style pizzas that I can enjoy and my friends can enjoy. So I hope one day that I can make a, a New York style pizza for you guys. Yeah. Sounds what's good. Your <laughs> Mine is pizza. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. <laughs> I just knew it. That's awesome. So what's your next? All right. What's your favorite TV show? 
Okay. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because um, so I watch Netflix right now, obviously. Um, and let's see. Hmm. Hmm. I have a couple that I'm watching right now. Let's see. My favorite one. Hmm. I can hear TV. <laughs> Let me see. Um. Hmm. So I was actually watching a few different ones. I'm trying to think of which which ones are, are, are good. Um, <laughs> right, right. Um, I would say. See. Well, I'm actually watching. Uh, I'm watching um, The Walking Dead right now. It's pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Another person that we asked recently said the same thing. I think yesterday. Oh, yesterday. And what's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. Oh, nice, nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and you know what's been cool about all this is you know he watches a lot of Nickelodeon shows. So we've been able to read because we're not just music show, we're an entertainment interview show. We've been able to reach out to people on Nickelodeon that he watches mm -hmm. and have them come on the show interview. And so oh, he's been able to talk cool. to some of the people that he loves out there. That's awesome. Bye. Thanks. Thanks, man. Nice <laughs> yeah, he loves his little part. Like I said, you know, Saturday, Caitlin will be two years old. And when she gets... Yeah. Maybe even by the time she gets three, who knows? Depending on if she's a chatterbox, we'll get her on yes. here too. Nice, nice. <laughs> nice, good questions. I was trying to think of like a, a good one, yeah, because I watched a couple different ones, so yeah. yeah. But yeah. honestly, I haven't watched enough like in, in a while, so I was like, yeah, trying to think of ones that I watched that, yeah. So <laughs> if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to write about? Mm. Okay, well, nice, nice, nice. Um, Actually... Um, well, currently my, my thoughts are, um, Alesso, um, the DJ or Martin Garrix, um, because, or Skrillex, honestly, because, because they all found a way to cross, uh, cross over genres. Mm -hmm. And since mm -hmm. I was young, I was, um, a, like, you know, I'm a people pleaser. So I don't want, I, I'm just not, I don't want to just please one crowd. I want to please everybody. So. It's a little pressure there, but you know it's it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. let me awesome. fix this light real quick. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sitting in front of the window. Well, <laughs> so all the way. There we go. There we go. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm at my house here in Orlando. Oh wow. Okay. We're not far from me because we're in Savannah. Yeah, we're in Savannah. My tiger right there, and then also, I just got wristbands. By the way, um, I. <laughs> Wanted to order wristbands for people who, well, honestly, for everyone, um, but specifically for people who, um, um, it was kind of like a promotional thing too, like uh, for mm -hmm. people who are interested in the song, um, mm -hmm. to, 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 to show thank you, you know, like anyone yeah. who like, oh, gets, awesome. you know, gets stranded with the song. Um, I was like, I want to have like have them get wristbands. Oh, cool. Cool. <clears throat> so in 2015, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini. Um, and we asked her where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question, because the answer she gave us back then is almost to the T of what she's living now. So, oh, so she mm -hmm. knew where she was going. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Um, actually, I would love to be uh, performing uh, in front of thousands and thousands of people um, at music festivals, 
like every different kind of music festival, you know, as much as possible. Um, because I feel like, and it, honestly, in different countries too, because um, like I said, I love people and I love entertaining people. So I, I really want to be performing um, in front of, with my team, you know, in, in front of uh, thousands of people with different, um, you know, different countries here as well. So, and uh, yeah, pretty cool. Now let's look even further down the road. Let's say 15 years down the road and let's say you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you, you're there. If the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you want to remind him? Nice. That's a good one. Nice. Nice. Um, I would say um, to, uh, to stay patient and persistent um, and to uh, also, this is important too, to show yourself, show yourself um, um, extra love too, you know, like, cause, cause that, you know, cause you put out so much love to other people. So it can be draining sometimes when people mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. And so as an artist, you know, <laughs> so, um, you know, in, in the ups and downs, like always try to, you know, try, yeah. to, try to think, you know, it's going to be okay. You know? Now, Sandy's got a couple of questions. Yes. So if you could go on vacation anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? Nice. I know most people say Disney World because that's <laughs> um, already. But so you're there. there. <laughs> I think that's your answer. Just um, so, um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, so anywhere vacation. Um, let's see. Actually, well, I would say like somewhere like, like Tahiti. You know, somewhere like awesome. a paradise as well. Yeah. But uh, my thing is, it, it's hard for me to turn off like music. So, <laughs> like, yes, yeah, I, I probably only be able to go there for like a week, and then I'm like, all right, I gotta make music again. So, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So. Well, wherever you vacation, try to set up some gigs so you can play and still enjoy. Oh, yeah. Hey, I love that. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds good to me. I'm cool with that. <laughs> All right, if you could describe your music to someone who's never heard it before, how would you describe it? Perfect, because I've done this a million times. Um, so I would say, um, so like whenever I'm talking to like someone about the music, I you only have like 30 seconds, you know, to kind of yes. get interested. And so I, I just say, um, I say um, my music is a combination between tasteful trap um, to, uh, to EDM. Awesome. Right. And have you thought about what you would like your legacy to be as an artist? What would you ultimately like to be known for? Right, right, right. Um, I would, uh, I would like to be known for like um, the artist who like truly cares about people and truly cares about the fans, um, and not just someone who's trying to make money or trying to do gigs. Like I really do care about the fans, and I have yeah. since the beginning. So, because you know, it's music is an an emotion um and the way that an artist like me like i can manipulate the music to to like well honestly the music really manipulates me it just it's it's uh it's amazing what music can do um and yeah, also, music's healing it's yeah, very healing just to touch on that real quick um my twin brother about about my other song joker that i have um he i was going through like a very very tough um heartbreak Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was, I came home and I was just, and this was like the th only three months, but so don't judge, no three months. 
Um, but you can still be connected to someone like, you know, sort absolutely. Because mm -hmm. I felt so, I felt so down that um, uh, this girl wasn't, um, she said she was like, she's like, yeah, I'm going to come over after work and hang out and stuff. And yeah. she didn't show up and she didn't call and nothing. So I'm looking out the window. I'm like, yeah. and then I was like, and then, you know, just like the whole thing of, you know, someone says <laughs> they're going to be there. Because I'm right. like, yeah, because it's important to me. And so I just got down because it kept on happening like day after day. And I was just so down. Like I was so down physically that I was like this. I was like, wow. Oh, uh, wow. And my wow. twin brother, Evan, he came home and he didn't say a word. Like he saw me down. Mm -hmm. But he kind of let me be for a second. And he walked into the room and grabbed his iPad and he just started making this track. And and I was at first I was like this. I was like, I was like, I was like, like the, I was like, I, I was like, I just want to bathe in my like my sorrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I was like, I didn't want to, but I, you know, I didn't know what yeah. else. Mm -hmm. you know, when we're hurting, we don't some we don't know what to do. And he started making mm -hmm. this this track, and it was beautiful, and like it was really nice. And I was like, it was like something like that, and and I was like, so these words started pouring out of me the chorus, and it, it goes, uh, "I'm not away for you." Feeling like a joke, it's on into on that point for you to come home. I wait for you to come home. Yeah, so, yeah. On that oh, wait for you. Feeling like a joke, it's on. Yeah, so something like that. Um, little sample, and uh, it it really healed me. And then to write the verse, um, they're like, hey, you just you know, I was having a, a little problem writing the verse. I wrote a pre-chorus already, and the and the hook, and uh, they're like, just you know, just actually try writing. You know, just try writing out your feelings and. One night I was staying at my mom's. There was no room in one of the beds, so I just like slept in the recliner and I was like for a little bit. And then I woke up at three in the morning and I just started typing. And uh, yeah. like these words that just like, oh, I can just, it feels so healing. I can't wait for you guys to hear. Mm. So, yeah. so, what do you think of Paula's SOS group? Oh, um, yes. It's, it's a blessing that they have it. Um, like, especially that, you know, I can even, be associated and part of uh, of that. Um, it's that they're able to like that she's able to like help so many people um, that are going through um, you know everyday life you know that and struggles and things like that. So um, it's a huge, huge, huge blessing. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful for her and I'm thankful for her heart that you know that um, she has mm -hmm. that group and it's, it's, it's a blessing. So. Yeah, she is definitely amazing. Me and her get on the phone sometimes. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah. It, you know, and an hour later goes by, and, I'm, and two, I think one time we was on the phone like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, yeah. But again, when you get to talking with her, time just stands still. She's really awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so as we come to a close here, let's say you have a friend of yours, and you heard him or her sing, and they've got something special. As Simon Cowell would say, they have that it factor. And they've played maybe 40 or 50 shows, so they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side, but but they've gotten on stage, and they got what every artist says, that stage bug, where they're looking over the crowd, and the crowd roars for them. They know they're in the right place. And they come to you, and they say, I know I am supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person? To help guide them the next couple of years. Um, that's amazing. Wow. Um, first, I would be honored that they came to me um, and humbled. Um, 
you know, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know, like, um, I would be very humbled that they came to me because like seeking that advice, um, you know, um, and I would say, I would say focus on your craft. If it's songwriting, focus on that. Um, don't like, don't try to pick up too many instruments or, you know, um, don't spread yourself too thin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or your heart <laughs> as well. You know, um, focus on, I would say for, for them, I would actually give them direct advice. Like for example, right now, I would say if they're trying to, they're like, um, I feel like I want to write songs, but I'm not sure how I am. I'm going to give them confidence in the moment and say, you know what? You can do it. I was like, I did it. I, did, I never knew I was going to be a songwriter or drummer or bass player or singer, you know, and it's amazing what you can do. And so, so you can do it. You just have to focus and put the time in. So as we close out here, tell everybody how they can reach out to you. Okay, thank you. So first of all, um, thank you, Chris and Sandy. I appreciate it. And thank you so much to the fans, everyone who's watching, um, um, especially if you haven't seen me before, if you have as well, um, thank you so much. And uh, um, you can reach out to me. I have Instagram and Facebook, um, and I have YouTube as well. Um, you can find me everywhere at Durick Official, D-U-R-I-K Official. And that's on Instagram. I would say Instagram is probably my favorite. Um, Facebook is okay. It's a little more just scrolling and stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and I basically want to have like direct content for you as well. Um, and then um, on YouTube, it's um, it's D a D a Durek D U R I K X O X O. They make you put a last name, and I was like X O. Uh, got it. <laughs> um, on YouTube, and then yeah, please follow and you know share um, because my. You know, Stranded is coming out on um, this Friday. In two days, I'm really excited. In the link, oh, I put uh, there's a pre-save link that I put on Instagram. So that's uh, yeah, Instagram and direct official D U R I K official. Love that. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today, and we definitely look forward to having you back down the road. Yes, Same. thank you so much for Cincinnati. Yeah, have a great oh, day. Thank you. Thanks.